It's time for the July, Friday the 13th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the moist campus at the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And there's Mahler yapping away, building his particle collider. He thinks, I, hi, Mahler, Mahler, yeah, 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 what a good boy, good boy, good boy, Mahler, good boy, ooh, yeah. So that's going pretty yeah. well, I mean. Oh, he's hoping for time travel. Oh, is that what he's yeah, shooting he's for? Yeah, he's shooting for time travel. Oh, nice. Isn't that right, Mahler? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, time, okay. Where do you want to go, Mahler? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Into the future? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'd go. Yeah. Future sounds. Yeah, future. Uh, future. Okay. Yeah, but you might not find anything there. That's a spooky part. Yeah, you well, go there. Yeah, and, you boom, go there. Nothing. And suddenly you're stuck. Yeah. You're yeah. stuck. Yeah. yeah. No future. I'm no sorry, Mahler. Yeah. There you go. <sighs> you know, I'm sick of international news. I got a little bit of international news, but yeah. I want American news. I know. I'm going gonna, gonna to focus on American well, news did, because, yeah. God damn it, I'm American. That's right. We we care. But let's get Argentina America. out of the way. Oh, okay. Jorge Rafael Videla mm-hmm. and Ronaldo Bignon, leaders of the military junta that ruled Argentina from 1976 to 1983. That wasn't a good time down there. No, not at all. Were found guilty of ordering the abductions of dozens of children born to leftist mothers. That would be mothers, not left-handed mothers, but mothers who were more social socialism bent. Mm-hmm. The mothers imprisoned in the regime's clandestine torture centers. So they, they abducted the children of these mothers. That's am- Testifying in his own defense, yeah. Videla had called the mothers, many of whom were later dropped from airplanes into the Atlantic. And we all remember that, yeah. Yeah, that episode yeah. in Argentina history. He called them active militants in the machinery of terrorism. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's in a, in a, in a turn of events. You uh, yeah. you drop people from airplanes and somehow that doesn't qualify as terrorism. No, but, and yeah. and yeah, it was their fault. They'd had it coming. Crowds outside the courthouse in Buenos Aires cheered the verdicts. My life started all wrong, said Alejandro Sandoval, one of the estimated 500 children stolen during the dirty war. But today there are reasons to celebrate. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. This this was a, as for just recapping real quickly. The dirty war was Argentina. Argentina's essentially suppression of uh, dissent, and they were taking people in helicopters, many people, not just the courtesy of dropping them over the ocean, uh-huh. which there is a chance you would survive there, yeah. but they were dropping them on land quite a, quite often as well. So There's no chance you're going to survive. They were dropping them from great height yeah. over the yeah. ocean, yeah. In, uh, unless you were like a, uh, a, a long-distance swimmer. <laughs> or a seagull. Yeah, and even at that rate, I don't think after a drop uh, of that height... Uh, yeah. A uh, swimmer, even a fine swimmer, is no. You're right. Going I, to survive right. no, unless no, no they difference. just do a perfect dive. No, I, you, I'm saying there, there's an outside chance. So, what would you do if you were dropped into the? Would you would you go for the for the perfect uh, hit? Would, or would I go for a belly flop and just yeah. get it over with? Yeah, that would sting. Yeah, that would sting. I guess I would go for the. I would try to do the. Yeah. The dive. Yeah. You know, feet first and hope that for the best. Feet first. Yeah. That would push a lot of water up your nose. Is that what? It, okay. Well. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. You'd have to hold your nose. Uh, 
I don't. Yeah. yeah. And, and then and then I've heard that if you're actually able to pull off that stunt, you go so far down into the water, yeah. the chances of you getting back up in time and not drowning are very very slim anyway. So yeah. I think I would yell. This I would is, yell on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> I would yell a lot too. Yeah. 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 In another uh, international story, we're about to find out if there's any way anytime soon the slow course of Alzheimer's disease will be stopped. Okay. We'll we'll be able to uh, at least cure some people, arrest the spread of Alzheimer's. Results are due within a month. So from key studies of two drugs that aim to clear the sticky plaque gumming up patients' brains. That's what it does. Yeah. Pivotal study of a third drug will end later this year. The three treatments are practically the last men standing in the uh, late-stage trials after more than a decade of failed efforts to develop a drug to halt the mind-robbing disease. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Current medicines such as uh, Aricept and Namanda Mm -hmm. just temporarily ease the symptoms. There's no known cure. Experts say that if these, the three drugs, are doing the test on drugs failed, drug companies may pull out of the field in frustration, leaving little hope for the millions of people with the disease. An estimated 35 million people worldwide have dementia, which includes Alzheimer's. In the United States, experts say about 5 million have Alzheimer's. Okay. Wow. Well, I hope one of those is uh, the, is what they're looking for, the mm-hmm. magic bullet. Well, they're looking for that magic bullet. They should look into the causes a little bit more. That's right. I would think they'd find that perhaps some of the chemicals and toxins they're throwing around in our environment are responsible for some of this. Yeah. So we might want to. Yeah, but that would actually re- require some sort of holistic approach, and uh-huh. and the drug companies, and they don't really. Yeah, they want to make drugs. They don't want to yeah, exactly. make less chemicals. They want right. to make more. That's right. And you, you, yeah, exactly. So, well, well I hope that works. Yeah. yeah well, so, want to go domestic? Are we ready? Well, I'm not quite oh, ready. Okay, there's, okay, there's, okay. Just, there's one more thing I want to mention here. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's right, Molly. In the show of force. In a show of force, Molly, yeah, there he goes. Mm-hmm. In a show of force, Syria began large-scale military exercises to simulate defending the country against outside aggression. Uh-huh. So they're over there in Syria pretending like they're being invaded. Mm-hmm. Damascus' staunch ally, Iran, warned of a catastrophe in the region if no political solution to the 16-month Syrian conflict is found. Russia will not deliver new weapons to Syria in the meantime. Mm-hmm. They've decided not to, so long as the situation in that country is unstable. So, well, that yeah. So, and well, I, I, my guess is it doesn't say so in the story you just read that they're primarily concerned about Turkey. Yeah, Turkey is the most immediate threat. It's a NATO member, and it has a large military and much and more than capable of attacking Syria. Now, now, if, if you have any international news, I, I'd advise to put it in now because I'm going to move over you to a, one of our favorite just, portions. Yes, of the I news. understand. One quick thing: okay. um, it, in Japan, thousands of people marched across Japan over the weekend in protest of the country's resumption of nuclear power. Uh, Japan halted production earlier this year for the first time since the '70s, based on the tragedy at the Fukushima nuclear plant. Um, so this was I, they are rising up and uh, in large numbers to say no to nuclear power in Japan. Even though they've fired up the first, the, they uh, did fire it up and, and, and yeah. there's they're they're and, you know we'll see how that goes. All righty, right. 
And now uh, one of our favorite portions of the news, and as well as Mahler's favorite portion of the news. Are you ready for the new theme song, Mahler? Okay. It's time for drones in the news. Drones in the news. Drones in the news. Drones in the news. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh. Good boy, Mahler. Nice wow. one. You guys work well together. On that. Yeah. yeah, you guys Drones really, in the news. That's very the death hole. Death hole. The death toll from a U.S. drone strike in Pakistan rose to 19. That was a big one. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Remember, Hillary apologized for that. And now it was. I think it was at 12. They found seven more bodies, or maybe they were in the hospital and yeah. died. I don't I, know. Yeah, they, found... they don't tell me these things. Wow. Pakistan. Anyway, it rose to 19. Pakistan's Pakistan. a little bit. They're upset yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I heard a, there was a poll they took of the Pakistanis, and they said the United States by far was the biggest threat to their country. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is well, our the biggest threat to any. any uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was like, so great. It was like 90 percent. I mean, right. the poll was just overwhelming, and the drone strikes were the primary reason why they were s- so upset with the United States. Well, that's so. how we get our power. We threaten. They have nuclear weapons. They're supposed to be our ally. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they just got yeah. a couple of those nuclear weapons. What <laughs> harm could well, they do? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, the four-foot-long remotely guided Sea Fox submersible drones. Oh. Yeah, these are, you know, uh, computer-powered submarines. submarines. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Are expected to form a key element of U.S. military strategy. Strategy. <laughs> Strategy. (laughs) Strategy in the Strait of Hormuz. And you know how that's going over there. It's not going really well over there. We're we're saying Iran has a nuclear program, so we're sending in these drones. Tehran has repeatedly threatened to respond to Western sanctions by mounting a blockade of the Strait. And that's, by the way, the world's most important energy waterway. There's lots of... Oil moving around in there. That's a huge percentage. Every day passes through the Straits of Hormuz. Every day. So we got our submersible drones going on. That's a new one. Thank you for that. I didn't know about the submersible drones. Well, well. Also more drones in the news. Okay. Virginia has drones to thank for a new political odd couple. You know how that goes. (laughs) You know, the (laughs) odd couples. Uh, Todd C. Gilbert. It's a delegate in uh, Virginia, Uh in Shenandoah one of the most conservative members of the Virginia House and the ACLU of Virginia have gotten together on uh, what they're claiming is they're working together on legislation to regulate the use of pilotless aircraft by police, which I got to say, I would would gather if if conservatives got it together and made this and other privacy issues uh, a a campaign topic that they could... Probably uh, make a significant dent in whatever lead Obama has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is such a frustrating thing for me. If these very conservative people could look past the myopic point of view about anything that the ACLU or anyone who's so-called liberal would advocate they couldn't they have to automatically be against and see what their i would assume their principles are which is some sort of personal freedom freedom of the public square all these kinds of things that we do have in common they would be a very powerful force to mitigate what i think is going to be a runaway in the next five to ten years a runaway technology in which we will have little or no control I, i just don't see how i don't see how we manage drones when the when the public sector gets involved when the government wants to know everything about everybody 
in in competition to get more drones in in the air, if you will. I just don't see how we're going to stop this or control it. So good for Todd Gilbert or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Todd Gilbert. Yeah. So I'm ready to go domestic now. Let's do it. I'll go kind of Canadian. Okay. A government probe, that would be our government mm-hmm. probe, mm-hmm. has found negligence by the Canadian company Enbridge. It led to the 210 oil spill in the Kalamazoo River. Oh, yes. Yeah. The most expensive onshore spill in U.S. history. More than 840,000 gallon, gallons of oil spilled into Michigan waterways right. from the rupture. The National Transportation Safety Board released a probe confirming Enbridge was aware as early as 2005 that its pipeline was cracked. Yes. You know, they waited five years, and they ended up with the worst oil spill, onshore oil spill. And it was corroded, but they didn't do anything about it. For five years, they knew something was wrong with that. And the uh, Transportation Board chairman and uh, Robert Sumwat, a board member, said Enbridge had ignored a number of red flags. Not only that, but just over time, they just let it go. This is really this happened three weeks after the BP oil spill in the Gulf was contained. Three yeah. weeks later, we had the largest, as you said, the largest land-based oil land whatever, onshore onshore. Thank you, uh, oil spill in our history. It and as you you gave the numbers on that eight forty gallons eight hundred forty thousand gallons. Now the thing about this that's more even more insidious is it's tar sand oil, yeah. and tar sand as opposed to Gulf the Gulf oil. It tends to rise. Uh, that yeah. the, the crew that you get out of the Gulf and uh, offshore yeah. rises to the top. That's why they put the dispersants. That's why they were able to gather a lot of it up in these booms. The problem with tar sand oil is that it's more like a dust. It's more like dirt in a way. Yeah. And so it, it went to the bottom of the river. Mm-hmm. And there's no known way for them to get rid of the oil when it's on the bottom of a riverbed. They didn't have any idea how to get rid of it. So for the last many years, they've been trying their best. And it's still a mess, still years and years later. Yep. And this is a problem. We're getting more and more tar sand oil from Canada and the shales and, and here in the United States, it, it, uh, the Marcellus sale, Shales uh, Reserve. This is going to be an increasingly more difficult problem to, to grapple with and resolve, is dirtier oil than we've ever had before. Mm-hmm. So This could lead to maybe... Some sort of mental or or uh, physical disease in people, right? Say like Alzheimer's, like Alzheimer's, right? Yeah, maybe we should focus on clean, making things clean instead of figuring out ways to make drugs that will uh, ultimately fail. It's just part of this insanity and this control that oil companies have over the political process that they're allowed to get away with these these things. This five years of of looking the other way—it's just disgusting. I have some more environmental news here. Ten environmental groups have filed suit to challenge the oil giant Shell's safety plans for oil drilling in the Alaskan Arctic. In a statement, the groups say government regulators rubber-stamped. Plans that rely on unbelievable assumptions include equipment that has never been tested in Arctic conditions and ignore the very real possibility that an oil spill could continue through the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Shell is set to begin exploratory drilling in the uh, Beaufort and Chukchi Seas later this summer. So all the, they have all these concerns, and yet, you know, full and, speed ahead. And, and the, the Obama administration uh, rubber, stamp, rubber stamped this, really. Rubber stamped. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, this is amazing. And didn't they get, they got some sort of, Shell got a, basically a pass 
on people protesting? Uh, they're they're able to control the amount of uh, interference, so to speak, on the part of people who are opposed to this. Yeah. Right. Legislatively, they were able to accomplish that. So it's, that's kind of troubling. Oh, okay. Moving forward. Yes. This, this before we leave environmental news, I want to remind everyone that we broke yet another record going into the Olympics in London. <laughs> yeah. Another heat record with the first six months of 2012, now officially the hottest ever recorded in the continental United States in a calendar year. The past 12 months have also been the hottest in recorded history, beating out the record for the previous 12 months. So not only it's the last six months, I guess, but the 12 months, too. <sighs> in the last two weeks of June alone, more than 170 all-time heat records. Yeah! <laughs> USA! Yeah. USA! We're uh, either broken or tied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blistering heat and drought have fueled record wildfires. We're getting good at this. Yeah. Damaged the nation's corn crop. Well, you know, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> you could get rid of the corn as far as I'm concerned, but that's another monocrop issue. <laughs> yes. And killed scores of people. Ah. Nah. <laughs> scores. You can't make What's it on like, anyway? without breaking a few eggs. You know what I'm saying? So. The fires have consumed 1.3 million acres, the second biggest area to burn during any June on record. Well, some, we didn't break the record in that. Darn it. And while the Great Plains are facing the worst drought in a quarter of a century, drenching rains in Florida made last month the wettest June on record there. You would call this extremes in weather, wouldn't you, You Mike? might call yeah. that, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, and to your point, yes, I mean... Climate experts have described yes. the recent spate of extreme weather as a preview of the planet's long-term future under global warming. dee 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 <sighs> Okay. Well, I got I got one uh, environmental good, I think, good news. Good news. Good news. Um, activists uh, have who have opposed the con- controversial gas drilling process known as fracking, oh, fracking. Are, 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 are hailing an unprecedented direct action that brought the drilling operation in Pennsylvania to a temporary halt. Yeah. So they're yeah. working on, yeah. yeah. And, and then I was just reading, so they, they did, they were able to stop it. And also the, the, the law in New York that was passed that allowed communities to control yeah. uh, fracking in their localities. Um, and last night I was reading a, a, a report by uh, Duke University and, Duke. Uh, and uh, University of California, um, Pomona, on uh, the migration of fluid through the Marcellus Shale indicating that things move much more rapidly through that than uh-huh. was imagined before, meaning that all of the uh, chemicals that are being shot in there to pull out the net, the natural gas may, uh-huh. in fact, be migrating to the aquifer much more quickly than we even imagined, in addition to causing earthquakes. and Maybe they should, like, squirt the Alzheimer's chemicals into I, the, shoot some good stuff in there. Now, of course, the oil company yeah. went nuts. Vitamin C. Yeah, vitamins. The oil companies went nuts and said this is, you know, uh, unsubstantiated uh, uh, science. The fact is it looks, un- it looks bad. Uh, for fracking uh, to continue in that part of the world and uh-huh. anywhere else. So uh, so there. Yeah. The Episcopal Church. I'm going to completely Please. switch, Please. switch uh, topics. Mm-hmm. The Episcopal Church. One of my favorites, by the way. Mm-hmm. I like the Episcopals. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all right. I'm a fan of the Episcopals. Well, they're all right. Yeah, they're okay. The, the Episcopals are okay. They kicked the Catholics' ass. They did. Yeah. They did kick the... Yeah, they're, they're the... They're a Catholic light. We refer to no, them. light. Okay. 
They actually use reason as one of the principles <laughs> as opposed to the pope. I'm not defending the Catholic Church. Well, that Church. makes them light? Don't, no, they just don't have a pope, basically, and they're a little more. That makes them a bit better, <laughs> I would think. I'm with you. Yeah. All well, right. that doesn't make them light then, unless light is, is like Pepsi more intelligent. Light. Well, there you Okay. All right. All right. L-I-G-H-T. The Episcopal You're Church right. has become the largest U.S. denomination to approve same-sex unions. At its annual convention, church members voted to allow priests, priests to bless same-sex relationships. The ceremony would include prayers, vows, and ex- the exchange of rings, but would fall short of being considered a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're moving. Yeah. They're moving they in the right moving direction. They are moving in the right direction. You're right. Should we go into the uh, campaign? Yes, now? we should, uh, because we this is a really the, good one. Yeah. This is juicy. I don't know exactly where we're well, you, going. You but tell me what you want I, to say This is just too good. The, right. uh, Bain, the Bain Capital stuff with Mitt Romney. You want to go ahead. Uh, uh, kick just, it off. I'm just going to – this off the top of my head. There have been uh, reports uh, surfacing in the Boston Globe and the Washington Post. That, Post. That uh, Mitt Romney uh, – Contrary to what he's been saying, was in fact involved with Bain Capital after 1999. He's been using this as this kind of Maginot line defense against all of the accusations that Bain Capital is responsible for outsourcing jobs, uh, pernicious kind of practices that really just rob these companies of any ability to actually function and just took every resource they could from the period after 1999. They were doing it before, but he sort of lays claim to, hey, I wasn't around. Now there's a number of documents that the company filed with the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which name Romney as the CEO, president, executive, a whole bunch of titles in 2002. Mm -hmm. And and so this is when a lot of these really bad transactions were going on, when a lot of people were losing their jobs because of Bain Capital's practices. So this is now leaked into the presidential campaign that, in fact, he's a lying sack of crap about this involvement with Bain. Now, of course, the campaign is screaming bloody murder that this is just a liberal conspiracy among the media to, to disparage him. The fact is, if he, in fact, was signing documents, one, saying one thing and doing something else, he, in fact, could be prosecuted for a felony. The SEC takes these things very seriously. These are publicly traded companies. Yeah. Investors make decisions based on these documents. A lot of things happen because of this. If he, in fact, was in saying one thing and doing another, he could be in trouble. He could actually be in trouble. We would think he would be in trouble with the stockholders. Stockholders you know, and also I can't imagine this particular attorney general filing a, an actual prosecution against him. Unless, given, unless Mitt Romney smoked cannabis. Well, yeah. if he did, yeah. if he was part of some kind of collective, then yeah. obviously he needs to be going to jail. But there is this is a one of those issues, and it, I've always wondered what if, and this is a what if, a candidate, a presumptive candidate for either party was about to be nominated and something seriously really – legally went, went wrong for them. Uh-huh. What, how does that play into... And we'll see how this plays out, but it's gaining some traction. Now, the Obama... I mean, the, the Romney campaign is really kicking their heels up on this. They've really gone on the... Tried to be on the offensive. Kicking their heels up? And, well, They've I've, dug their heels dug, in. Thank you. They, yeah. Thank you. That's a yeah. better way to put it. Thank you. Well, it's so, the only way to put it. Yeah. They're, they're not jumping for joy. You're right. Yeah. So they're, they're not, not clicking for, their heels. They're, they're not clicking their heels. I didn't yeah. mean to infer that they were, but in fact, they are digging they're, in. They're the digging heels. in. The Lots, heels are digging uh, in. Last night, Fox News was a wash. Everybody who came on Fox News last night was 
calling this some liberal conspiracy, slimes. Obama shouldn't be president based on making any of these accusations, and he's not. It's the Boston Globe and the Washington Post and a number of other reports, and they're continuing to dig into this. So, yeah. so it is. Uh, it's it's on, as they say. This well, is. Well, I would argue that Mitt Romney was trying to save America by outsourcing jobs because most of the jobs he outsourced were um, uh, industrial jobs, mm. polluting jobs, mm-hmm. and now he has those polluting jobs over in areas in in China oh. where the people are suffering over there. Okay. So it's all part of our plan. It is part of our to, plan to uh, kill off the Chinese. Yeah, and. Uh, remain a healthy nation here at home. I I, w- I really want to see him make that case in Ohio, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Well, it's I'd not really a matter of making see- a case. I'm just saying uh, what's uh, what's be- the common good here of the United States is involved. If the people in the industrialized part of this country don't understand that, right. that's, that's to their well, detriment. I, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. How about if we just put uh, regulations in place and technology in place that make them not dirty? We could do that. We could but in the have meantime, done that. But in the meantime, let's outsource. Let's yeah. take those yes. dirty jobs yes, over right. to areas where they can <laughs> create hermaphrodites. In, in, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. The legless frogs and yeah. things like that. Yeah. The things like that. So, okay. You're right. Uh-huh. So, But it is going to be a big story. I don't see this going away. So, anytime soon. What about those Bush-era tax cuts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. President Obama has renewed his spat with Republicans over them mm-hmm. for tax cuts, calling on tax cuts, calling on Congress to approve a one-time extension only for those making under $250,000 a year. He said the tax cuts for the wealthiest Americans should expire. Yes. So, you know, that was, that was in the news. And, yeah. And, and the wealthiest Americans, like Mitt Romney, got kind of disgruntled. Yeah. They're, they're they were sad. Just, they were they sad. going to take away their tax and, and this is the thing. The, 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 and the, uh, the people are opposed to this, l- allowing these things to this 250000 plus tax to expire. Is It's not like they're paying a greater amount of a rate on the two fifty. It's everything after that is a little bit more. It's, yeah. it's, it's a few, it's, it's really not that much of a, of a, of a, a tax on that money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think, you know, this job creator stuff. Can I just say this one more time? I've said it before. The job creators. We can't tax the job creators because they won't create jobs. Well, for eight years, for seven and a half years mm-hmm. under the Bush administration, the job creators had every opportunity to create some more jobs. Mm-hmm. And, and they fought it. They fought they, any they, legislation they that, would, that would make jobs. No, so, they yeah. didn't. So this argument that the job creators are somehow being impacted for a good seven years of the Bush administration, they didn't create any jobs. Mm-hmm. And they, then they threatened to leave the country. <laughs> yeah, they, as, they yeah. And so Obama's president, and right. now suddenly they're going to create more. They would have created more jobs because because they would have. Come on. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Romney uh, spoke at the NAACP. That was a lot of fun. They booed booed him there when he vowed to repeal uh, President Obama's health care law, which we like to call Obamacare. And so do the Republicans. Don't you think it's kind of funny that they say the word care with Obama as if it's uh, an insult? Yeah. This man, this man cares. <laughs> exactly. And I think they're going to come to rue the day as people get more accustomed to what this law actually does. I wish it went a lot further. I wish it was different. Oh, yeah. But the fact is the preexisting uh, condition stuff and the extension of the uh, 
the age for people to be under their parents. Yeah. All the things that are good about this law, people are going to get used to very quickly. Yeah. And Obamacare will become not an epithet, as the Republicans will like it, but a badge of which every yeah. Democrat and some Republicans will want to, uh, yeah. to, to wear. Love Obamacare. Well, how about the governors? Are you going to talk about the governors so far? Who are I was going to say, the next one I was going to talk about the House. The Republican-controlled House oh, yeah. passed a measure to repeal Obamacare. How many times have they done that, Nathan? That's not going to last because it will not pass the Senate. Yeah, Senate but how many times have they voted to repeal Obamacare? Can you give me a number? I uh, can. You can? Yes. Give me a number. 33. 33. They've, That's a magic number. They've passed number. this legislation 33 times. Wow. Yeah. They, so they're, they're getting obsessed. a lot done. They're, <laughs> they're, getting, they're a little obsessed with yeah. it. Yes. And uh, Governor Rick Perry yes. and his obsession with uh, Obamacare. Is that where you were going yeah, with the governors? Yeah. 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 He uh, would said that his state, which would be Texas, will not expand Medicaid or create health insurance coverage, which I'm sure everybody in Texas is real excited about. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. he calls it uh, Obamacare brazen, brazen intrusions into the sovereignty of our state. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, brazen. Yeah, Rick Perry said the uh, the uh, the federal government, which doesn't like Texas to begin with. Now, come on. Now, um, yeah, said that this is the real issue here is our freedom. Now, <laughs> now I know this is just so ridiculous. This is billions of dollars. We're not talking a little bit of money. Billions of dollars. Louisiana's turned it down. That's Jindal. Yeah. Perry, who we saw what a Rhodes Scholar he was when he was running for, for president. And a number of these, uh, Rick Scott, I believe, in Florida. A number of these guys are turning down billions of dollars. Yeah. If you don't think that's going to come back to hurt them politically, uh, you're wrong. Hey, all right. I'm done with that. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, newly disclosed records show the nation's wireless carriers have received a surge in law enforcement requests for customers' cell phone records. Yeah. Uh, they've been, they, went, uh, they got 1.3 million inquiries from law enforcement mm-hmm. agencies for uh, call information. That's just what we know. Not every one of the major carriers disclosed how much they had, how yeah. much they had been giving. So yeah. that's the... T- of the iceberg. And meanwhile, uh, one of our nation's most secretive intelligence agencies is pressuring its polygraphers, mm-hmm. you know, the polygraph machines, the lie detectors, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of crap, but anyway, lie detectors to obtain intimate details of the private lives of thousands of job applicants and employees. That's the National Reconnaissance Office is doing this. And they're so intent on extracting confessions of personal and illicit behavior that officials have admonished polygraphers who refused to go after them and rewarded with cash bonuses those who did try to get intimate details of people's lives. Wow. This would be drug use, child abuse, suicide attempts, depression, and sexual deviancy. Now, what does that mean? That's what they're going for. That's the information they're they're pushing for. Then when they get this information... They really, if say if you confess to child abuse, they don't go anywhere with it. They just want to have the information. Hold it yeah. somehow. So it's, it's not as if they're going to enforce any laws with this. I, I don't know exactly where they're going with it, except maybe to uh, make more money on their polygraph machines. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <sighs> hey, Bonnie and Clyde's... Uh, Guns are up for sale, are in case they? you want them. No. Yeah. What, what, tell me more. Well, they're, uh, when they were shot by police, they were carrying their favorite weapons. Were they, were they the, <laughs> the Tommy gun? 
Did they have Tommy gun? I believe they did. Hey, I hope they yeah. did. What self-respecting they're, they're criminal? Sale, uh, but they're going to go for between one hundred and two thousand dollars, and you can also get Clyde's gold pocket watch, Bonnie's makeup case, which contained lipstick, face powder, and a powder puff. Wow! <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. That would be nice to have, <laughs> wouldn't it? And a brown leatherette box found in the car the couple was driving when they were apprehended by cops and blasted to smithereens. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, if, if this is good because everyone wants to. Uh, have owned something yeah. of a of a couple who committed thirteen murders and yeah. burglaries how and many bank people, robberies. How, how many people would line up to get the knife that Charlie carved the little swastika into his forehead with? You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be well, the same I, kind I, of thing. I, it, to me, it's kind of idiotic. Yeah, I don't understand you know the investment. Yeah. in this, I don't either. But yeah. you know, it's. I can I tell you a real quick anecdote I heard yeah. about a, a guy stumbled across. He was in his grandfather's home. I think it was in Pennsylvania, might yeah. have been Ohio, where he uh, his, his grandfather had this little small little shed out somewhere. Yeah, and under this pile of stuff, he he opens up a a, a box and finds two um, complete sets of the like nineteen twelve nineteen thirteen baseball cards. Yeah. I had a feeling this was going to baseball cards. It was. There's there the Honus Wagner is considered the most valuable baseball card in the history of the world, uh-huh. right? There were a couple of them in there. Wow! And they were an absolute. They had not been. I don't know if they've been opened. Yeah, but this is a baseball card. This is collectibles. Collectibles. Yeah. Right. You know, it was a, a gun that somebody used to. I'm just. I'm. Just, yeah, I know. Commit but, murders. Right. You're right. Yeah, I'm just. I, yeah. I know you. But it brought this to mind. Each one of those cards it currently is valued at three point five million dollars. Yeah. A one Honus Wagner card. I mean, couple. would you really want the cross that crucified? No, no. Uh, I, know, I'm just Jesus saying. I'm, I know, I'm just, in your in your living room. But, but the, are these the things? Would you impress your friends? Look, look. No, look I know. This. That's what I'm saying. People would pay that kind of money for the knife that Charlie used to, Charlie Manson used to carve the swastika in his forehead yeah. at the trial. I, you're right. I'm. It's it's kind of silly a weird. Stuff. It's silly stuff. And in the same way that someone would pay three point five million dollars for a piece of cardboard is yeah. silly as well. That's my point. Yeah, but but that's good though. That's 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 a, a well, positive yeah, thing for yeah. people that like to collect things. That's a positive thing. Yeah. You know, how can you find a fault with that cardboard? Three, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it means something to a, a certain group of people, and I know Charlie Manson's knife might mean something to a certain group of people. But wouldn't you kind of say about that group of people that they're stupid? <laughs> I agree. And the you. other people just have a, a, a whimsy. For, yeah, whimsy yeah. for for the old. Yeah. Okay. Right, it's different. You're right. Uh, Condoleezza Rice for VP under Mitt Romney. Oh, wow. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Because then we get to ask Condoleezza Rice all kinds of questions about stuff that happened during the Bush administration. She's a vampire. (laughs) You know she is. Okay. (laughs) Now now I do. Think about it. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Could she be a vampira? Would she be not a... Okay. Well, either way. Yeah. The groundbreaking, a groundbreaking DNA study appears to have settled the academic debate about how Americans were initially populated. The Americas? Mm. Not the Americans. They came over in three groups. Okay. So to call some people Native Americans that we now call Native Americans is wrong. Okay. Because there were three different Migrations. groups migrated over the... Uh, I can- the, uh, across Siberia, across the land bridge there, yeah, up north. That's, uh, that's what I... Three groups, three different major migrations. First one, 15,000 years ago. Everyone else, 
not Native Americans. Okay, all right. So I'm tired of this Native American stuff. So let's stop it right yeah. now. Let, right here on Unless Weekly Signals. Unless you can signals. prove Enough. that you were part of that first group yeah. that crossed over. Yeah. Well, if you want to get real technical, you can go back to the dawn of man in Africa. We all migrated from there. Yeah, but Native Americans. I understand. That's what I'm all right. about. Native Let's all Americans. Okay, all right, all right, fine. And just a little bit here on, on football. Jerry Sandusky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. Yeah. Well, you know, the deal is not so much. I, I mean, he, he he apparently everybody knew he was doing stuff, and they refused to turn him in because they were afraid for their jobs. Right. Because uh, football brings so much money into Penn State. Nobody in all, everybody's focusing on, of course, the, the child molestation or whatever you want to call it, yeah. The, yeah. the sexual abuse. Sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and right, they should, but football is stupid. Period. Football is stupid. I, football should not even be part of any academic program. And I'm proud to be uh, that U- UCI has never had football yeah. as part of their program. And I hope they continue that. Yeah, football is stupid. That it is a mainstay in high schools is deplorable. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed that there aren't more people protesting this. Yeah. Aside from the pa- fact that it brings in money because we like to see our youngsters uh, do permanent damage to their brains. So 30 years later, they can get Alzheimer's or whatever else. Or, yeah, knee injuries, everything. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, it, it's a ridiculous sport. Right. It just is. It's stupid anyway to watch. It's a it's a dumb sport to watch. It's a, I, it's a you know what? It's a TV sport, and that's why it's popular. No, yeah. I'm just saying it's tailor made for for TV. I don't think so. It's tailor made because you've heard it's tailor made no, for TV. No, I mean commercials, timeouts, all that stuff. The huddle, everything about it is about marketing the ability to market. To people, and, yeah, well, and it has a certain. I, I'll tell I you, guess. I, I, I'll tell you. Market I've, the people who like to sit down on a couch and drink beer all day. I will say that this, if they're serious about, and all this stuff that's coming out about brain injuries, as you just mentioned, is is the death knell. It yeah. should be the death knell of football. Well, I know it's someone's right to do that to, to get brain injuries. Fine, but but to build it into something with its its hero worshiping, I don't know. Right? No. I think I, it's it, it's it's just a dumb sport. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry if I've offended anyone out there who's who's involved in this. I understand that you should have a right to damage your brain, yeah. but but to turn it into something that's part of an academic program that where people who were uh, truly academics were covering up from a guy right. for a guy right. because his particular uh, you know, a part of the university, the department in the university had so much sway. For what? For what reason? Right. Be- they- because. Because really, what they're doing is destroying the youth of America. Yeah, I, I, uh, the, in that report, this free Louis Free did the the former FBI director did this report on Sandusky yeah. and Penn State and Joe Paterno, and they they were so many people were afraid to bring this up in any context because of the power that that football program had over Penn State. Yeah. They referred to uh, Joe Paterno, the coach, who is now deceased, but he was Joe Paw, the so known, uh, the legendary coach. They, 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 he was akin to the president of the United States in this report. They said uh-huh. people were so afraid to say anything oh, yeah. in his presence that would have been detrimental or seemed to be contrary to, to uh, the well-being of Penn State football that they didn't do anything. Yeah. They were afraid of him. And that's nuts. You're, all those things you said are right. Football is a ridiculous sport. Once like, again, I am reminded of Upton Sinclair's quote, It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. And, <laughs> and that's pretty much what you have that's here. A good, yes. A good point. All right.
California lawmakers approved financing for the bullet train. I, I, you know, I know it's a big waste of money, but I like that kind of waste of money. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. Because I think at some point in the future, it's going to provide for an infrastructure that will be a good thing. I agree. If we truly are heading into a future where we we uh, want to communicate and get closer to each other and have uh, communication lines well defined within yeah. the state, this is not a bad investment. Yeah. I, I, you only hope that money's well spent. It never a, is. Yeah. In, in anything. But in private enterprise, they call it perks. In in government, they call it waste. Right. And, right. and that's the difference here. Right. Of course, they're going to waste money. The, you don't build anything without wasting money. Right. Especially something as new as this. Yeah. Were, were, what, did you, what was your take on uh, this French... Uh, Train I have no idea what was going on behind all that. Yeah, I mean that they were they were not. They sort of included. popped up at the end here and yeah. said, "Well, we had this plan that would have would have essentially shadowed the five freeway running north south. Yeah. It would have been much cheaper, but they wouldn't listen to us." Yeah. And then the, the pushback was, "Well, these guys are doing this for their own reasons. They, the things they said aren't exactly accurate. Yeah. They're doing it for a for a, for another whole agenda here." I'm I'm in agreement. I wish that they we were getting the lines the uh, the the train lines closer to uh more populated areas initially i wish that was a part of it but uh you know we'll see we'll yeah. see how it goes i hope it well, is well i think eventually we will yeah that's the deal this thing this will take a long time yeah and eventually you and know it, as this the main lines are getting built we'll have all sorts of squabbles hopefully orange county will get a, a line down here that yeah that was they it took it out for a while now it's back in yeah as good. part of it and it will you know by all accounts one way or the other it will create lots and lots of jobs yeah. um engineers designers yeah. construction companies etc it's a lot Be- better than war machines uh, no the abs- and, and in that point yes absolutely would i rather them build a a, a a bullet train to nowhere or a bomb that, uh, not a bullet train to nowhere. It's going up. up well, I mean, saying worst case, yeah. if it goes to Madero, no, not, Bakersfield to Madero, not, I don't care. I mean, yeah. it's fine. I, I know what you're saying. And yeah. I, didn't, I said that wrong. Or would I rather see them build the F-22, which is a $400 million plane that doesn't work? Yeah. Over and over and, and over, over and again over again. It this. just doesn't work. Yeah, they're building lots of $400 million each yeah. for a plane that doesn't work. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. <sighs> Final cost is $68 billion. Yeah. That's a deal. That's down, a good deal. Down from ninety-eight billion at one point, yeah. ninety-three or something. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, I'm winding it down here. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, one yeah. in eight Americans disagreed with the premise set forth in, the, forth in the Declaration of Independence that a government derives its legitimacy from the people. That'd be one in eight Americans. Don't think that's the, right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they have something there. Maybe they're the one-eighth that really shouldn't uh, derive its legitimacy uh, yeah, from. Uh, okay. Well, where where would they assume that legitimacy comes? God? Is that what we're – I mean, maybe Perhaps. that's probably maybe what that, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you boy. Know, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And finally, Mike. And <laughs> okay. finally. Yeah. Officials in Washington's Olympic National Forest were urging hikers not to urinate on trails because the resulting salt slicks – Attract aggressive mountain goats. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, don't eat the yellow snow. Don't uh, don't yeah. don't eat the yellow dirt. We're sec- goats. Yeah, yeah. yeah We're so. second only to Alaska. This is Washington. <laughs> okay, yeah. said a wildlife manager there in Washington. In terms of how many goats we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>